And there's a team called Jazz Republic FS4, four South African skydivers, and they focus on this tunnel or indoor competition. They've been around for a little while now. We're joined by one of the team members, Paul Mercelin. Paul, thanks very much for joining us. Indoor skydiving, you're going to have to explain that. It, it's that tunnel thing where the wind blows a lot. Yes, uh, John, correct. Um, it's, it's, it's basically a spin-out from uh, these vertical wind tunnels, which as skydivers we've been using as training simulators for, for some years now, probably as long as about 10 years. Right. Uh, you, you can't really be a competitive skydiver uh, anywhere in the world these days without spending time in these simulators. And, and what has inevitably happened is all the work that we've, we've been doing in these simulators has, has spun out now into a separate set of competitions. And, and for the first time ever, uh, later this year, well, in fact, in this month, we're going to be um, having the first World Championships, FAI-sanctioned World Championships of indoor skydiving. Okay, and there's four of you. I guess it's a very small area. It must be quite tight if you compare that to, uh, I don't know, skydiving, where you've got the whole sky. Yes, and 100% correct, of course. And um, it, it creates some changes in technique, you would have might imagine. So, um, the, the various tunnels across the world are different diameters, but, but they seem to be gravitating now. All the commercial models seem to be gravitating towards a 14-foot diameter. So what, that's about what, four meters or so diameter. Mm-hmm. And yes, of course, I mean, on the one hand, there's some advantages because one can pick up even unconsciously visual signals, which you would not get in the sky, right. um, of course, you know, so, yeah. But on the other hand, you're constrained. You don't, clearly, you have very, very much less room to maneuver mm-hmm. in than you would in the sky. But you guys are doing so much more now on those tunnels. It's, it's not just, uh, you know, when I imagine skydiving, I imagine, I don't know, what's it called, the swallow, whatever the position is, arms and legs out, and you sort of fly down, and you, you just wiggle around. But you guys are doing somersaults and cartwheels and things now. Yes, I mean, the first thing I should say is that when, when anybody talks about skydiving, it, it, it's almost similar to talking about, for example, athletics. So right. if, I, if, if I said to you I did athletics, then you would probably immediately ask me, well, what do you do in athletics? Are you a javelin thrower? Are you okay. a sprint runner? Are you a... And skydiving has numerous sub-disciplines to it. So what I think you've just described is what we would call the free-fly sub-discipline. And, yes, it's it, it incredibly gymnastic. Um, so the people are learning to, or have learned, or are becoming amazing proficient at utilizing the energy of the wind, be it artificially uh, um, generated wind in a tunnel or, or the, the gravity-powered wind of, of the sky, and utilizing this wind to fly their bodies in incredibly gymnastic uh, routines, yeah. What speed does that fan blow? Because I imagine you, what are you, falling at 200 k's an hour or something silly like that? As a rough number, uh, let's go to 200. Okay. It actually varies depending on your, on, 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 on your body mass and, and the flying position that okay. you take in the sky. But yeah, 200 is a, is, is a reasonable benchmark. And then, of course, well, what, the, what the motors and the fans must do in the tunnel is they must simulate exactly that so that they can suspend you. So um, uh, the tunnel speeds are yeah, not much less than about 200, maybe about 180, sure. 185 kilometers an hour, yeah. Is it dangerous in the tunnel? Well, not as dangerous as some people would think skydiving is, of course. There's <laughs> yeah. so, um, less way to yeah, fall. hundred <laughs> percent, yes. But, um, but look, but there are other um, issues that you need to deal with um, in a tunnel. So, um, I mean, for example, as you might imagine, a helmet is absolutely compulsory in a tunnel. Mm. And quite a few of us wear knees and, and, and maybe even elbow pads. 
because if you if if you if you haven't become proficient in managing that energy of of that wind flow, that air flow, um, it can get the better of you, and, and you'll be banging very very hard on mm. on the on the glass walls or on the top. Yeah. You don't have a parachute on your back. Does that change the, your balance and change the way that you move in a tunnel compared to if you were falling out the sky? So that's a very insightful question. Oh, yes, uh, uh, you know, well done. Yes, it does make a difference. I mean, the, the, the parachute system on your back weighs somewhere around about 8, 9 kilograms typically. So now you are flying without that constraint. Mm. And, and then, yes, the way that the harness um, um, attaches onto the body um, it would also bring some constraint to, the, to, to your movement. And so when you're in the tunnel and you're flying without the, the rig, as we call it, then, then you're kind of liberated to some extent. You are able to do things uh, in the tunnel that you might not be quite as efficient at in the sky. Yeah. Now, you've got an Italian coach, Marco Arrigo. What does he bring to the team? Well, he brings uh, panache and pasta, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and Ferrari. <laughs> For sure, yes. But he, he is a world-class skydiver. He, he has been very successful in Italy with his, um, with, with, um, as a skydiver and then also as a coach. And um, we, we, quite, we consider ourselves quite um, fortunate to, to have attracted him to coach us. Mm. We travel to him. So, and sadly, there are no tunnels in South Africa. Sure. Uh, not as yet, anyway. And so, as a team, we are, we are profusely traveling. And we go uh, to Europe where he joins up with us. And um, it, it can, I mean, I, I think as in any, even Tiger Woods has a coach kind of thing. So, without, without a coach, you just uh. cannot learn and perform at optimum. Talk us through the team. You guys have only formed in 2013, but you've had years and years. If you add it all together, you guys have got plenty of years of experience. Talk us through who else is involved in this competition. Uh, in, in the competition or in the team? No, no, in your team, for the competition. In the team, yes. So, so each of us has been in various teams previously, but as you said, we formed a couple of years ago as the Team Jazz Republic. The four members are, are obviously myself and then three others. Uh, we have Colin Rothman. Um, he's a multiple um, uh, South African um, uh, champion, um, so we're very fortunate to have him in the team. Uh, Claire King has um, started out for many, many years, also holds a number of medals in the South African context, and is also an international judge of, of skydiving competition. And Dirk Center has had a, a similar a similar career to himself. So been in many teams, has also won the South African national championships before. So he's a, a cup holder and also an internationally rated judge. Okay, a couple of competitions you've got. You've got the World Champs in Prague and then you've got some training in November. What are you hoping to get out of the World Championships? it's a little bit like uh, anybody who starts the Comrade Marathon. I mean, I, I think just a few of them have sight on actually uh, taking a medal, yeah. and the rest are just happy to, 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 to compete. Yeah. Yes. So we, we have no illusions that we're going to win this championship, so we're up against um, incredibly trained teams who are, in fact, professionals, and we're an amateur team. Sure. Um, but if we can, if we could score at probably an average um, 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 score of, of 20 or above, I think we will have done a very good job and have set ourselves up for some, some, some good future developments as well. And I would hope in the top one third of, of the, of the entire set of, um, uh, countries that have arrived. <laughs> 
you say that and you say it begrudgingly, Paul. But if you don't, I mean, you, at South Africa, we don't have any tunnels. So you're competing against people that could take a bus or a train <laughs> to a tunnel. You've got to get in the plane. You've got to fly over there. You've got to practice doing it all. John, I haven't been right. I mean, yes, our commitment level, you might say, is somewhat higher. And that you were traveling on the Rand, right? Mm. Um, so, yes. So, so you know, I, I think what the team has done, um, which we're pleased with, and, and we're certainly seeing the results, is we've pitched, picked up a, a fantastic international coach. And we have competed in the last 12 months at, I think, uh, six competitions. And, you know, there's nothing like competition to prepare you for competition. Mm. So... Um, we've come a long way, and, um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. We put in a lot of work, and, and here we go. A top third, um, I'd be very happy. I, d- I do have the press release in front of me. It says Nashua Skydiving. Are they sponsoring you, or are you having to pay your own way around the world? We're, we're very grateful to Nashua. I mean, they've come on board in a big way behind skydiving in South Africa for quite some years. So we're, we're super grateful to them, and uh, we always like to give them as much back as we possibly can. Um, however... Um, the 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 is exceed the sponsorship. So uh, as a team, we're putting in uh, you know each individual is putting in a lot of money. It's sure. just it's, aviation sport is just very expensive. Yep, I remember I was in the army when yeah. I jumped out of airplanes, but we'll leave it at that. Thank you very yeah. much, Paul. Good luck to you guys. When is this competition? It's held um, in Prague in the second last weekend of this very month, which I've just forgotten what the date is, but it's in the second last weekend of this month. Yeah, I'm sure I've got it in front of me here as well. Second last weekend, it's near my birthday, 20th of October or thereabouts. All right, good luck to yeah. you, Craig. Thanks very much, for, oh, Paul. Thanks very much for chatting to us, and uh, we'll, and let us know how you do. Super. Cheers. Paul Marcelin, indoor skiving champs happening at the Czech Republic. Sounds like a fascinating sport, I think. If you, you're going to make some money, maybe, yeah, I know there's a trampoline thing that happens. Maybe you should build one of those big wind tunnels and get people to skydive indoors. It's a way for you to make money. Maybe Nashville should build one of those as well. Well, well done to them for sponsoring a team off to the world champs.